0: What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Doggy Diamonds. You are now listening to No Filter Podcast. No filter means honesty. If you're afraid of honesty, then this ain't the podcast for you. We gonna be honest today. Yeah, yeah. What are this people? It's your boy Doggy Diamonds. Another episode of Doggy Diamonds, no filter. We gonna go through this real, real quick. Me and this man got so much history together. Dogs, what up? This would be like a. Uh, It'd probably be a ten hour podcast. So we gotta cram all this in. I know this man for over twenty years. Oh man, bless blessings. Is... Um, when he met me, I was in the crib doing beats and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. you you an sp. Uh, yeah. You the yeah, sp sp um, architect yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like I used to see. Easy Mo just stopped by your house like it was nothing. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Facts. Crazy.
0: Um, I've known you for a while. Um, give them some of
1: your names. Uh, first, uh, the first name people might know me as is Adolph the Assassin, mm-hmm. um, Aguilar the Don, Eddie Propane, um, Brad Piff, uh, <laughs> Agal Goo um Abdul Swaggalo, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of waves coming with that, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, those are some of the some of the um reinventations of Yeah. Ad- Ad- Adolf the assassin.
0: And um did you get a lot of flack for the name originally?
1: Yeah, um it, you know, when we when I was young, I really didn't know the effect the name would have on people cuz I spelled it different. It was spelled, you know, Adolf the number 8 and hyphen off. But it still came out as Adolf, like Hitler. And uh, I went to Germany, man. And I, I got bad press after the show. This guy wow. really tried to attack me. like, And I was just like, hold on, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not Hitler. You know what, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm man. not him. But it just happens to be my name spelled different. He he just looked like one of these ignorant reporters. And I was like, before I'm, I'm going to let y'all think that I'm going to ride out with this and ride on this train, I'm going to keep flipping it over. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So that was just
0: it. Um, how do you make the transition from when you're going to rap and produce? Because, because hold up, let me set this up. This dude is ill on the beat. Like, on some other shit. Like, definitely, you know, when, when I think about producers and I think of top producers, you definitely won. Oh, uh, appreciate well, that. Well, because appreciate I heard that. it and I seen him do it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually seen him and um how do you how do you balance those two?
1: Um, you know, when I I look at it like I was back in the days, I didn't have a lot of equipment. You know what I'm saying? I only had like, you know, first equipment I've ever had was uh I mean, as far as real beat making was the k nine fifty. I didn't even have nothing to trigger with. Wow. Um They had no, to, you
0: know, they don't know nothing about they like trigger, what is he talking about? Yeah, um
1: yeah. And, and you know, like I remember hanging with Buster. Um, a lot around that time, around the early nineties and Buster used to come pick me up and then I would go to his crib and I would watch Buster make beats mm. and, you know, Buster, he used the tone for the 950 and I, you know, I've kind of been around a couple of producers that, you know, I kind of like watch what they do. Bobby Crawford, um, you know, uh, many, many other cats, um, uh, Mark the spark, um, I was around those dudes when he was on the SP12 and stuff so I would just look and be like damn oh everybody beats is kind of sounding the same maybe I could just you know make my own style and I started experimenting on the MPC60 and then you know that the first demos came out of you know my first demos came from there and, I got signed to East West. I made my first single, Ghetto Girl.
0: And on Ghetto Girl, that was live bass, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that shit was shit's fire. We
1: got the Apollo band, the band from the Apollo, to play the drums over. Uh, was that Rachel on the crew? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. They they uh they um played. He played the drums over for me because you know, like it was like I wanted to layer. Uh, I wanted to layer the spinning wheel. Uh, spinning wheel was the break, and I wanted to layer. You that. Played
0: it right. Huh? You cleared that sample?
1: Um, actually, I chopped it. It was in, okay. I did, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Cause I,
0: I'm about to say you just thank you for just blowing yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but I
1: chopped it. I okay. chopped it. it. You know, if you hear the drums, I played them. Oh, I had them played over. Got you. Got you. That's what I'm telling you. I had, did the beat, and then when I did the beat, it was like it was there. But then it was like, how can I make this this sound more live? That snare
0: is incredible on Ghetto Girls, man. Yeah, I love that snare.
1: The the, the Apollo guys. Laid it over and they you know we EQ'd it we stood there EQ'd it and came out with a hit a classic you know and um, I think just making records like that is all experimentation this is high science when we dealing with frequencies you know yeah. what I'm saying
0: it's something that you said that was um, I was gonna one of the questions I was gonna ask you the tone and the, the 950 who was I say I ain't gonna front I seen you kill that tone
1: yeah but my tell-
0: favorite besides you DJ scratch with that tone. Oh
1: yeah, there. scratch had like boom 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 boom. He sound like his his basses was like they sound like a a factory like like yeah yeah yeah. It like, sounded yeah. like it was a real factory. That was the tone bass though, right? With scratch. Yes yes yeah, yes. Yeah. I think, but him and bus see bus. This is why bus like scratch so much because he. Bus goes crazy over that tone. Anytime, yeah, 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 yeah he, yeah. he just likes the bass. Bus just yeah. likes like might be his uh, yeah, West Indian, Indian,
0: his West Indian influence. There might you be go, that, yeah.
1: But you know, it, 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 I started really making my own bass sounds with the tone.
0: No, yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm, t- I remember. I could think of some of the beats that you did, and and the shit is a little technical. That shit wasn't that easy. Where no. you just so I remember you chopping it, mad times, and then taking each tone for each note doing that shit like 18 times and each note was his own shit I was like if ain't you, no way I'm doing that shit
1: if you loved your music you going you gonna do whatever it takes to make it better it's not done until you release it remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like you know you you could add on you could keep adding on but less is more these days I mean, I mean but back then you really 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 had to you know produce produce it and yeah. really have to have it like sounding solid that's why you got that's why a lot of classic albums back then went platinum. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of stuff went platinum, went gold because it was quality and you don't got that no more. When
0: I when I think about the tone, is is it was you, DJ Scratch and not? Oh, happy birthday, Scratch. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Pete Rock. My home Pete, Well, Pete Rock. <laughs> listen, Pete Rock is so over here, I just I always just keep Pete Rock. You know, that's my <laughs> favorite producer ever. But um I saw you use the tone. Another question about production Well we gonna, I want to deal with production um, for a quick minute. Mm-hmm. Did you do the last day's beat?:
1: Okay, here you go. Um, I worked on that beat. Okay. Um, it was Fred's idea. Okay. but I was work for hire underneath them at the time, and I did like four songs, including that one. I worked on the whole project with them. because I'm going to tell
0: you something. Yeah. When I heard "Last Days," that was your DNA. I said, nah, for me knowing you and seeing how you work and knowing your sound, when I heard that, I said, nah, Adolf did that last day. Yeah, yeah,
1: we worked on, you know, Fred gave me the Earl Clue sample, and, you know, Sticky just wanted those drums, and I just was like, all right, you know, Sticky and Fred, I'm going to give it up. They definitely, you know, gave me the idea, but I went and, you know, I went and- and, and, Put the extra seasoning on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they was like flip this, flip this, flip this. So I would, you know, I used to make live beats for them on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we used to go on tour, and they bring me out with the MP, and I would just make a beat right there on the spot in front of like ten thousand people, and they'd be like, oh, and then Sticky would come out rapping over it. It was, it was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah.
0: Because um, when I look at the the producer credit, your name is not on there.
1: Yeah, it, it's it was a lot back then where you know they wasn't trying to give me all my credit because of Jam Master J. God bless the dead, but they had a contractual agreement that, you know, Jay was the executive producer, you know, and at the end of the day, I was just getting my foot wet with Jam Master J. You know, it's like, you, you know, it's like you could be playing with you know some real heavy hitters, but if you ain't a heavy hitter, you are gonna have to you know build yourself to a heavy yeah, yeah, hitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and that's what I was doing at that time was you know building my building my steps. You know, as far as a producer, I, you know I, I appreciate the opportunity that was given though. You know, because I, I want to be here. Yeah, last days,
0: but last days is one of the greatest beats ever. Oh, I love, yeah. I mean, trust me. You this know, this one I, mean? I heard that that one set with the singing and then there's...
1: Is that all yeah. the same record? Um, those are different, um, different stabs yeah, and chops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, yeah. those, those, those are sprinkles, but the main the loop... The drums is the brethren, the main, right? the main loop is
0: Bob James and Earl Clue. Oh, wow. But the drums is the brethren, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. The drums...
1: Yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? But just simple... Yo,
0: retarded. Yeah, true story. The bass, um, <laughs> classic record. Um, you've been a part of so many classics. I love the, um, the joint that you did on... Um, bust the rhymes too that's the tone the things they be doing for money yeah, part 1 yeah right? things that
1: we doing for my part 2 with anthony hamilton before i oh, even knew so
0: who anthony hamilton so so part 2 is
1: easy B, right no part 1 is moby things that we move for money is when when I'm, Rampage called okay, yeah, okay yeah yo, yo doing? 3:55 yeah, yeah, in the yeah, morning yeah, crack yeah. Of dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah cuz it's like yeah. the story it's the story after the fact. They do "Thanks for Money" part one and part two coming with Ramp, Wake, and Bust Up. Got and you, bus- yo. Got you. Got you. And then it's like, yeah. Got that, you. That that, that record, um, I produced that on an ASR ten. Mm. And then um, I didn't. Most of that beat is not sequenced. It's all played live. I wow. Mean, I didn't. I was like, I didn't want to sequence it. I just played it live, and then the way. Everything was sounding. It was like it was like it had a it had a, it had a live feel to it in kind of a way, in a kind of a an amp type of track. But the way I did it, I, you know, Buster went crazy, and then he, he he you know he he's like, yo, wait till you see what I do with this. <laughs> yeah. And I you know I just left the studio, came back the next day, Anthony Hamilton in there with a choir, and I was wow, like, what yeah. the hell's going on? Yeah. And, you know, it just became a classic. I mean, and and
0: now that you say that, because that is Anthony Hamilton.
1: It is. I didn't know it was. Yeah.
0: Because we didn't know who Anthony Hamilton was.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, man, I like his music. You know what I'm saying? I really rock with his music. You know, I'm, I'm not just into rap, but, you know, he reminds me of like, uh, like David Ruffin, you know that kind of way, you know them, them kind of sounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I still rock over that. You know what I mean?
0: Yo, because you, you know what was so crazy about that when I heard the beat, I said, I don't know, for some reason I personally know your music. I guess from us producing together and being around each other, no I know your music. Um then you did the then you was in Purple City. And then um Yeah, I remember hearing that, but one thing I know about you that the audience might not know this dude could make a beat on any equipment. He's the only person I've ever seen that it don't matter if it's an ASR-10, the SP-1200, the 950, the 3000... Logic. He just start making a beat, and I'm like, Yo, how the fuck you know how to use that shit?" Because me, I was a limited nigga. I only knew right. the SP and 950.
1: Yeah, I mastered that shit. This nigga get on everything. I, I was always trying to upgrade equipment because I knew at that time there was more equipment coming out. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More, you know, and I, I just was like, well, you know, let me, you, just, you know, let me mess with you know a couple of pieces. And you know, I got the Roland 909. I had got that after the NPC, but the Roland had built-in sounds in it. Then don't got built-in sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, they had all these, you know, nice sounds and you can make your own sounds. And I, I like producers that actually take the time to make their own sound. Yeah. Like, you know, whether you're using a combinator, now you got, you know, different like logic, you have like reason, people, you know, people are more the the production now is definitely stepped up. A lot of people have definitely pushed the brink on production in, in, in this day and time. I think. Who's your
0: favorite right now?
1: Uh man, um, I got a few. Um, Duke Westlake. He's one of the dopest up what and is coming. He known for um, well, I did a project with this okay, dude. Okay, that's why that's good. I enough. did a project with him. Um, it's called Three Day Theory. It's on iTunes. You know all digital platforms. You can check that out. But there's a dude named Knowledge that works with Anderson Park. I like his production okay, a lot. Okay. Okay. I think he got. I think he got like the you know, the balance of now and where, where, where we the were nostalgic nineties yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nineties but it's still future. It's 2018 90s and Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the new boom bap. That's what gotcha, I call gotcha. it. The new boom bap. You know what I mean? Um and you know this is like when you play with the frequencies, shout out to Daddy Cab shout out to Flying Lotus, shout out the Gas Slam Killer. Those are like um my, my label mates out LA. Um and um yeah, we you know, out in LA is a huge huge beat society now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Cuz I
0: think Madlib used uses the 909, right? Yes. Madlib Madlib Mad is next level. That's what I'm saying. He's the Pete Rockish, Jay Diller. those when you talk about producers, that's Mad some Lib. different shit.
1: Yeah, Madlib uh his brother Oh no, yeah, no, oh no. Oh no, oh no yes, is yes. another beast. Yes, yes. Um I I enjoyed their production a lot. Um there's a dude named D.B. Uh I, I believe people um He's up and coming right okay. now. I
0: like Apollo Brown too.
1: Apollo Brown's dope. Yeah, yeah. I like Apollo. Um, there's another producer named Lena Fornia. She's a girl. Wow. She's a girl. She's from L.A. Her beat, her beat sets is, you know. When I, I give
0: them an L.A. too, they they still digging out there.
1: Yeah, I mean you got enough kids that will go buy, you know, they will go buy vinyl. They will, you know, they they out like craft. They wanna they want to do it in their way though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just seen Lars Professor. He asked me, yo, what happened to that beat tape you had for Nas? Yeah. I'm like, um, man, I don't know what happened to it." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't make cassettes no more. But, you know, like he talks about this cassette every time he sees me. Yo, but you
0: got some beats that I remember that I would have to hum them to you. I ain't going to do it here because I'm a to like an <laughs> asshole. But I always wanted to know, what the fuck? Did, why you didn't place this beat? Where this beat? How many beats have you lost over the years?
1: Well... There could have been placements. I don't. I didn't think I knew the business of placements when I met you yeah, like yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I was just building my sound and I was getting lucky. I, uh, around the time around that time, I met. I ran into guys effects. We were label mates. On you East um, West.
0: Yeah, because you end up doing um a lot of PMD after that. But when I met you, you still was um you actually was running with um um Maddie a lot.
1: Yeah, Matt. Matt was a was a production. Shout, shout out, to Matty C, C, man. C, man. Like, yeah.
0: that's the homie right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Matt. Matt is a good good friend of mine for many years. I know he's our, our homie, but I learned a lot from him as well on the production. You know, being around him because he makes tracks.
0: He was on SP to 150 like me and shit too. It,
1: yeah, it's like. The SP is like He used to come to the, the, the crib. Yo, I ain't going front my crib. Everybody
0: came to my crib. To yeah, baby. yeah, yeah, your yeah. crib, your crib was your crib From Biggie was to, yeah, yeah. Yo, you, Biggie, Sean Price, and, um, Tech. Tech Maddie. Tech, still? Yeah, Tech yeah, is yeah, still yeah, Maddie yeah, yeah, was coming yeah. there. you know Uncle Murdo was there too, right? I know It wasn't his name though. That wasn't his name. Oh
1: wow.
0: Yeah, he was that's what I'm saying. He was around, he was a little, he was a shorty, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah,
1: saying. Yeah, I used to I used to be on the block with uh with, yeah, with yeah, um, yeah. Uncle Murda Shout out to him
0: Yeah that wasn't his name though He was a little dude though Oh wow That's what I'm saying Uncle Murda coming to the crib too Cause you remember You ended up moving around the corner For a little while Yeah In Washington
1: Yeah I, I lived there And me and Biggie became friends Yeah um, yeah yeah Real good friends And he um I could have been on that Life or Death album um, I was this close Yeah um, he liked one beat that I had, and, you know, he kept telling me... He was yo, picky as fuck, though, he, man. He, he was loving this one beat that I had. It was definitely, like, his his whole wave. He was like, yo, I want this beat, and then he got murdered. And mm. I never got to get the but place. You still
0: got the beat? No, I don't. Yeah. I probably... That's why I asked you, how many beats did you lose? Because I know you... I lost
1: a lot, a lot of production over the time because...
0: The disc used to be, you know, remember, we used to come to my crib and <laughs> this. This nigga had a scuzzy. They, this yeah, nigga the had a scuzzy, the yeah, MP, yeah, yeah. and a whole
1: bunch of discs.
0: I know me. we talking the language that y'all don't know, but you know, this is this. If you were a producer and you aspire to be a producer, you definitely have to go back and look at the people because I still study like Gamble and Huff yeah. and shit like that. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: That's yeah. crazy that you say Gamble huff. Huff. Um, they uh. I have, I was in a talent search with Gamble and Huff mm. for Gamble. You know, they, they, they actually picked me Wow! and, uh, I've like won the shit, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like an artist competition out in Philly at their, at their, um, record label. Um, yeah, Sound of Philadelphia Records and, um, basically we was over there and um, they was like, after, after everything, I jumped in a limo with Gamble and Huff. It was like, wow. it was like, yo, we like your music. Um, they was like older than me. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I ain't know how to really, you know, draft it. But yeah, I, you know, shout, shout to them. Those are yeah. real producers. We're talking about yeah. Those, those are homework. music
0: makers. Like for real, for real. Composers, arrangers. Composers. Um, going back to the to because I remember you did um, Rugging and Roar for PMD. Yes, I did. Um, you actually in the video for that? Shout uh, to PMD. The uh, and then you the Purple City thing that threw me off a little bit. Only reason why, yeah, yeah. Only reason why I threw me off because I, me knowing you, I know you from the borough. Um, She's so I'm not from Harlem. Yeah, let's yeah. yeah you, that's, that's that's what. Let's let's make
1: this clear. Right? Yeah, that's that's what <laughs> threw me off
0: because I was like, I'm like, yo, people probably gonna think he's from Harlem. Nah,
1: it's it, it was the over it was the overtone of Shice and un. Okay. Um, I got introduced to them by a friend of mine named D Doubler. God bless the day. Um, you know, he was a friend of mine. I met. On my own. Um, And we became real, real good friends. Like, you know what I mean? And he heard my music one day and he was like, Yo, um, I know, you know, Shice and Jim Jim Jones. Uh huh. Um, Won't you come through? And I went chill with him actually, not to like rap or nothing, but like, you know, get money. And straight up, I started, you know, hanging with them on a whole different level. It wasn't about rap. But then, um, You know, I was doing my own thing on my own business at Game Records with Jonathan Schechter. Yes. And we was putting out records with Royce and Eminem. First. And, you know, I was over there just doing my thing on an independent level. They they got wind of it. They seen I was getting my own deals, creating my own opportunity. You know what I mean? I didn't need to be involved with it, but I did it because Shice was like, Yo, man, we should all do this Purple City thing because it was supposed to be a lounge. It was just supposed to be a place where real ones come chill, might throw one up, and bounce. You know what I mean? Or, you know, come through and chop it. Long story short, he introduced me to Un. Me and Un, I didn't really click with Un off the rip. You know what I'm saying? I didn't click with him off the rip because, like I said, I'm a Brooklyn dude, and he's a Harlem dude. Mm -hmm. You know, we... You know, New York City, we got our own identities. If you're from Brooklyn, you,
0: you we keep We used to have that, though. Yeah, but we used to we be used to, segregated like a motherfucker. Yeah, Brooklyn no. niggas didn't rock with, you know. And and you could tell a Brooklyn dude from a Harlem dude. Now, it's all one, you know.
1: It's not, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not ideable no more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that, that, that really made me, you know, understand my place. I said, well, you know, I know they from Harlem. I know... I'm probably the only dude from Brooklyn that's around these dudes. So let me act accordingly. Let me just do it on a business level. And I wound up doing two albums with these cats. You know, Mm -hmm. after the second album, problems emerged and people went their own way. I, you know, I I basically just opted out. I was like, well, yo, this this is it, don't trip. You guys, you know, you guys be all right. I gave you guys the boost you needed. I'm not gonna hold your hand your whole life. But, you know, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Now, do what you want with it, shice. You can do what you want with Purple City. I'm going to go do what I want with Propane Campaign.
0: You um, the the Purple City Bird Gang single. That's all, no samples?
1: No samples. None at all. Did that on a Triton.
0: (laughs) Is that what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. I did did that whole beat on the Triton. There was no samples. I did that beat in five minutes.
0: Incredible. You killed it with the Christopher Cross sample on the album. I love that shit. That's my favorite
1: record. Yeah, um, cuz I cuz
0: I when the I listen winning, Yeah, winning, yo, cuz yeah. when I listen to that shit, i be like
1: Shout to shout to my boy Reckless um Reckless Grind. He bought the record and he bought that record and I didn't you know, I when I heard it, I was like Psh.
0: You know why I say that shit I know what to do with it cuz
1: you know it's cool when another producer gives you a record and he knows what you're going to do with it. He's like, I want to see what AG does with this. And that's how some of my dopest beats happen like that, like when another producer reason why me, I love that Shout to Alchemist. Yeah. Alchemist, we go record shopping. He'll like buy mad records, and then some of the records he's not using, he'll give to me like, "Yo, see what you could do with it." Cause he he's like a beat maker, but really high a, he's key a f- collector. So like, he ain't trying to keep whack records. Forgot like he likes just dope records. That's Alfred.
0: Um, reason why I, I love the, the, the winning joint Because when I listened to it I was like I wouldn't have used this I couldn't catch how you caught it So that's what, that's what make me like beats When I listen to some shit i would be like yeah. oh okay He killed that right there
1: Yeah we You know Like I said my homie Reckless He had the idea And he brought it into me And I just you know Took it to a whole other level with it Because he's, he's also the producer I've I run with you know I'm with the crew cool of producers. Uh-huh. You know, if your beats dope, I rock with you. If you got dope production, you get out my ear. And um shout to my man Ford Dolo. He got some dope production. It's a new producer on the rise, Ford Dolo. He's under a propane campaign. We're gonna start getting him out. Wait till I hear his production. Straight from me, I'm telling you. Y'all got hip hop's about to be great yeah. again.
0: So to, um, touchy subject, our friend, brother, Sean Price. Oh, um man. Y'all did a lot of work together. A lot of work. Um, Where was you at when you heard that he passed away?
1: Um, I was in California. I was going through a lot at the time. Um, My aunt just uh, had breast cancer around that time, and um, condolences. Yeah, true indeed. And then it was just a lot happening. Um, Me and he was just in LA uh, before I. Last seen him again, he was just in L.A. with me. And we, was at, we did a show together. I came out on his show, whatever. We, we had a great time. He flew back to New York. Um, about three weeks later, something told me to just tell him I love him. Like, just let him smell the roses, you know. Like, it's been years. Let that man know, you know what I'm saying, how you feel. You know what I'm saying? I seen a picture on IG of him. And something just told me, yo, you'll contact him. You know what I'm saying? Let him know, you know what I'm saying. And I, I left a comment on on the page, you know what I'm saying. And then um, you know, he hit me back like, "Yo, love, son, you already, you know what I'm saying." Like he he felt that. And then um, just hearing that from him, you know what I'm saying. Just just hearing that was like something else. I didn't know what was going on or whatever, but I could tell something wasn't right with him. Mm-hmm. I could tell because you know. We didn't, we didn't rhyme on the phone. We, you know, like it wasn't, you know, like I didn't hear from him. And I'm like, then I started hearing like he was going through some depression or I don't know if it was that. I don't know how all of a sudden that his life would get snatched from the planet. I just talked to him and I'm really still, I'm really still a little bit um, concerned because you know, there's no answers. There's yeah, still you, no real answers to why he passed and why he's not here. And it's like you know, you know, regarding to his health, whatever the case may be. But you know, just something just doesn't. It something didn't um add up.
0: You know what bothered me the most about it is that me and him, he would just always hit me on the DM and say, "Call a crib," and. I still got those messages to this day. Like I refused to erase them. Wow. Because that was the extent of me, you know, me and his relationship was extensive, but he just always wanted to talk to me wow. about some shit that was happening that he saw based off of some uh, interview I did. And it's just like um Wow. You know, just, just that shit just always fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like always fuck with me. Damn. And just just him just being who he is and um, I mean,
1: I just spoke the shout to Bernadette. Yeah. Um you know, his memory, though, you know, I'm going I'm to keep the torch up for him, you know what I'm yeah, saying? In yeah. all he... my music, I've been, ever since, the, you know, the, he passed away, you know, I've just been, you know, making sure my fans remember who he is.
0: Y'all immortalized anyway from Grand Theft Auto together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, that's like the gift and the curse because, like, you know, there's so many more records that me and him got, you know what I'm saying? But that one just happened to be, like, on a video game. Is,
0: is that a um, Dexter Wenzel sample? Yes, it is. I know the record too. Somebody yes, it just is. used that shit too. Somebody um, just used it? Um, oh, um, wow. I'm gonna tell you who just used Bacon. it. <laughs> no, the Dexter Wenzel sample. The they Dexter used it. sample. Who you, damn, you know what? After this interview, I'm gonna fuck it because I heard somebody use it because I used it too before. But it's because, you know, that's it's little kids talking and that shit and right, all that right, shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, they used the part that I used. Damn, who used it? Sorry, I can't think of it okay. right now. Later on, I'm going to call you and say, it was such and such. But um, the Grand Theft photo y'all did that. That was um, via
1: Game Records, right? Yeah, well, this is how it happened. Stretch Armstrong contacted Game. Okay. He's like, I want all the artists from Game to be on this mixtape. Um, game Radio, we're going to call it Game Radio. on, on a, You know, it was supposed to be a mixtape for the game. Then it wound up being on the game. Yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all put music on video games now? And I didn't know what, you know, I just made a song. I yeah. just called Sean. I said, yo, we going to the studio. We going to lay this song," And um, he bought his son.
0: Y'all recorded that by P.F.?
1: No, no, we, okay. co- we recorded that uh, on um, off Avenue A.
0: Shout out to P.F. Cutting, too. Yeah, shout out yeah. to um, yeah.
1: Alejandro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we recorded on Avenue A. And um, he came with his son to the studio, and um, I had my verse laid already. He laid his verse, and we just, you know, we we, we loved it. We was loving it. I was like, yo, this is crazy. And he was like, yo, let's just finish it off. We'll go back to back on the last verse. And um, I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, working with him was amazing, man. This, I did, I, there'll never be another Sean Price. Ever. Ever. There will never be n- not one like him. Probably the closest person that spits like him right now is Ella G. Yeah. and I, That was and, his other partner. Yeah, yeah. Ella, Ella definitely, you know, complimented him well, too. Um, you know, I know P since five years old. You know, when we traded Coleco and Atari cartridges, <laughs> like, we was five. You know yeah. what I mean? Playing in the sandbox, going to Bessie he Head and all that. You know what I mean? Brownsville it, stuff. It's, uh, <laughs> it's
0: it's um another record that you did that a lot of people don't know well, well I want to tell you one thing too the four top sample uh, seven rooms um, you murdered that <laughs> shit yo that right there is that live bass on it um, or you just you just found a play um, the keyboard that
1: bass, that bass um, I, used, uh, I used I was using um, give them um, the VSC's. name of the record so they could go check it out Um, it's called five star miller's Five Star Millers. Um, and that was released on Game Records. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's why I was that's since we was in the game record thing, I was on to talk about that. Yeah,
1: that that was the first single that 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 John allowed me to, you know, put out with the Crookie Monster um single. He wanted me to do that. He was like, yo, man, remember that freestyle you busted on the Source magazine roof, and you just came out, started rhyming like the Crookie Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, you seriously, you want me to do a whole song sound like the Cookie Monster? He's like, yes, I'm going to pay you. I was like... All right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But, I, I, you know, really it was fun. It was just something fun to do. Yo, but
0: that Five Star Miller joint, because this is back with hip-hop site, those websites and shit like that. When I heard that shit, I was like, yo, this my man and all that, but I got to gank this four-top shit. That shit so... Because that shit... Yo, you you murdered yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't when that beat when I made that beat, um, it was another record I did called uh Um Remains on um Who Kid Rewind DVD. The video is on there and it's I'm on the last part of the Who Kid Rewind DVD with 50 Cent on the cover. And like that song that was on there wound up getting a lot of response from a lot of a lot of people all over when they hear the when he hit the bars, he be nigga be like, yo, this ain't no fucking game. Think I'm going to be out here busting my brain and not get a dollar or a dime for this pain, for the fame and the glory. Doggy, the story the same. Tell them to smoke weed, put alcohol in their veins. Tell them to jerk cabs, jump turn Styles on the train. Tell them to stand up, sell dope, and sell cane. Boom. And when niggas heard that, they was like, yo, this nigga's on one. Yeah, Straight sure. up. He's on one. Like, he's not playing. And I, am, I, I, live, I, I, as a producer, is one thing, but... Nobody wanted to give me a beat and I felt like I had to make my own soundtrack, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna
0: tell y'all another thing. This dude could um fucking freestyle for like 10 hours straight and shit. Like <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. problem. becomes yeah, yeah, addictive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Shout out to Supernet. Another sneaky beat that you did that people don't know that you did is the Mob Deep Joint
1: True Lies.
0: True. True Lies. When I heard that I said...
1: Another another, another 950 tone. Yeah, usually. yo, that's why
0: I knew it. When I heard the doom-doom-doom, I said, oh, that's Aguilar I think that right was the
1: staple for me to use the 950 tone because um, I remember, man, dudes used to have alpine systems. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, yeah. man, the alpine system, if you put your music in the alpine system and your man got the ant with the bass, that tone gonna rock the whole block. You in Brooklyn, you like, you your trunk-rattling, when you use that bass, your trunk straight rattling, you know what I mean? You um you why wasn't that was white labeled? Um the uh which song? The true lies. The true lies never got dropped. Um it was a, it was just An unreleased mob joint. You can find it, you can find on it now YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, now The reason
0: why I'm saying that because um 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 rest in peace the prodigy, rest to prodigy this peace. is born day. Yes, sir. Um, people don't know that's one of Prodigy's best verses ever. Yeah, on yeah. the true lives. That's like my I could tell he read like three Dr. York books. And and, and you, you could you could tell. He talking about the gardener, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he talking P was about. was deep. Yeah. P yeah. was deep. He I read mean, like three Dr. York books and wrote that rhyme. I'm telling you that like, because that shit was that shit was just so the beat is retarded. He didn't,
1: he didn't like to talk a lot at times. He just a lot around like you know, he'll talk, but you know, the 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 way P rapped You know, those were conversations. That's what he was having was conversations with the people. He was trying to bring people, you know, to a whole nother nother audience. You know what I'm saying? And Shout to to the mob. I really got my beats better rocking with Having P. Um, Because they took me in when I was like 17, 18. Mm -hmm. And I used to go to P grandmother's house in Long Island and make beats on the ASR. Because I didn't know how to use the ASR. Yeah, yeah. So I would watch Havoc. On the ASR before Havoc gave the um gave his ASR ten to Lil Dap from Group Home, so you know what I mean you guys
0: got some hip hop history just now.
1: Um yeah, true facts like you know what I mean Dap and Havoc was mad cool. Um, um Havoc gave Lil Dap the um ASR ten. And he bought so, the
0: MP sixty two, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and Hav was on the three thousand. Hav just when Havoc got the MP three thousand, he just was making beats on that. And, you know, Havoc's one of the best producers in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Pete would love, you know, hear my beats and be like, yeah, you, your shit's dope. And then, you know, Pete would love my rhymes. Like, I just seen an article that I, after Prodigy passed, I did, you know, it was like an old article. And, um, they asked Mob Deep, yo, what, grooms you li- what groups you listen to when you not doing your own thing? He said, Red Man, um... Black Moon Smith & Wesson and Then they said Adolph the Assassin And then he was like Yo is he out And he's like Nah he coming out On Tommy Boy Real wow. soon But I never came out On Tommy he Boy came on I, wound West, up, yeah. I wound up Switching labels So you know Um
0: yeah, it was. just... Who got the clean version to True Lies though? That shit, because everything we hear is like
1: dirty. Who got Maddie? Uh, Maddie C and me. Maddie, Maddie, we, Maddie would have it somewhere. I on believe. That on tag right. probably, yeah. yeah. In the, in the, in the files, yeah, in yeah. the frozen files. Shout out to Scott Free.
0: Scott shout out to Scott Free now, nah, but we need a we need a clear version of that because the shit on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it's it's muffled. It's a
0: little muffled, but that beat is is retarded. Yeah,
1: I, I I you know I couldn't you know since they were loud record artists. I had to turn in the master because you know, basically somebody at Loud got it. Somebody yeah, at Loud yeah. has it. It, it's a, it was a record that we did in the studio. Yeah, that's and they was... came in and laid it. It's definitely on that. It's probably in their archives. Maybe they will release it on the unreleased versions of my. No, well, that Deep. shit
0: fire. That's one of Prodigy's. Look up True Lies.
1: If not, if you never heard Agalon Prodigy song, check it out. It's called Rich and Infamous. Uh, put out a special tribute to Prodigy. Um also did a song with PMD called Aguilar Prodigy Tribute they can yeah, look that okay. up um check out the Rich and Infamous um by Agalon Prodigy and also check out Tiptoe by Agalon Prodigy Facts. All right.
0: so so we gave him a little bit of history so a lot of times people be like man who the hell is that you interviewing sometimes but i interview people that i fuck with Facts. and i'm fans of Facts. um and and not only, not only do I know you personally, I definitely, you definitely get it in in, in all forms of, oh. of entertainment. It's, um, an honor. it's an honor. 2018, you've done released mad projects over the years. Yes. What project you currently on right now?
1: Uh, the new project, well, the album comes out at midnight. It's called Ag Al Ghoul, No Mercy for the Week. So by the
0: time this come out, the the album will be the up. album
1: will be everywhere digitally, I, Apple, iTunes, uh, title, um, Amazon, Spotify. You can order the album on Bandcamp, or you can holler at me direct with that bread. I do not yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I do not refuse yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, I I just feel now we have more control as artists. Yeah. You know, we have more co- direct control. To consumer. And I I feel like with that being said, you know, knowing that. You have a big, huge market right now of many new artists. You know what I'm saying? Because they're using the internet and they're using that social media audience to get to their fans. My fans, um, my fans, wasn't on social media. Hell no. Um, my wasn't event, even on MySpace. <laughs> no, they wasn't. And I, you know, I must admit, I was way advanced as an artist then. Even though I didn't have these social media tools, I still was getting signed. I still was ripping shows and still did all that without any social media. So now it's like a blessing to have, you know, that you can contact this person through this site or whatever the case may be, but I still handle it with, you know, a business mentality, handle it, you know, accordingly, you know, make sure, you know, um... Your 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 work is curated properly. You know what I'm saying in this day and time. You know what I mean. You don't want to be looking like an old dude. You yeah know what yeah I'm yeah,
0: yeah yeah. So um, how many joints on the album?
1: Um, it's 19 records on the album. Um, barely 16 with four skits, but 19. So you know nowadays
0: records. the way these niggas is doing it, that's equivalent to like four albums now and shit, right? Yeah
1: yeah. I I I, I mean you know I come from my era of people. I mean. They was doing EPs like that too. I mean, yeah, it was,
0: it was called an EP. Now, now they're trying to not, switch it and say it's you, an
1: album. Nah, you don't you know you don't want to put your. I mean, what it is the uh, fact that people's attention spans has gone down this much. I yes. And I, yes. Think, mm-hmm. I think that's what is holding artists back: the attention span for making nineteen records. But my my stuff. You know, if you read a comic book, I, I, right? Like, you, how many pages is in a comic book? Um, like, maybe 19? Yeah, you know, I don't even think it's that much. 20 pages in one comic book. You know, whatever the case may be, that's how I um, I looked at this whole project because I'm, I'm a fan of Rise <clears throat> al Ghul, Batman, you know, Gotham, New York. I'm from Brownsville. i Brownsville that one. I, you know, it's like my world. You know, I'm creating a world within... The world we live in but you know what I'm saying it's in, it's it's on this whole project and it's basically um the moral story is on the album is no mercy for the week. you know okay. what I'm saying you have to really really you know put yourself at a level where you're gonna bump into enemies you're gonna bump into villains along the way you're gonna bump into haters along the way distractions is gonna be there you just gotta stay focused and you know, nobody wants to see you weak. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no mercy on that in this day and time. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, when they went, even when Estacion got hit up, people didn't even call up 911. Yeah, they went and put their cell phone on them. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all ain't got. Any, that's what's no mercy for the. That's no mercy for the weak, bro. Yeah. They could not call ambulance for that man, but instead they decided to pull out their goddamn phone and tape him dead, and that's wrong. And they got it on World Star. And I feel like, you know, Q ain't here. I don't know who running World Star now, but at the end of the day, they should take that down because that man, family life, whatever he did, when man, he I decided, think if Q
0: was alive, that should still been up there because that shit been going on with World Star since they started. He would have still did that shit. So I, Q would have still went there. I, oh yeah. But
1: for that man, I think being that he's a kid, twenty years old.
0: No, but this, you, but you have all, but you have. Different morals, values, and principles. That right, we right. live in a time where that's why your album is called what it's called.
1: No mercy See, for no, the week.
0: Nobody cares. You like 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 you you know a baby could die and somebody would be like fuck that baby.
1: Like what's wrong with you? This like is- they, they just killed a seventeen year old kid in you know PA like uh, yesterday. Cops killed him. He was only seventeen. He was unarmed. That's no mercy for the week. The cops killing us. You know like freely. Like they 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 they're. they're I was watching uh Colin Kaepernick um something when he was saying and Colin was just you know drawing attention to you know we on a police state mm-hmm. you know we, we in a you know we we you know slave patrols you know what i'm saying they, you know putting us right in prisons you know what i'm saying at, at young ages like we, we we you know the the chances for black men's life in this in mean, America has gotten slimmer yeah and we we got to you know Come, come as a collective. That's what you know. I, I feel uh, Colin Kaepernick what he was saying about right now. People need to come together as a collective. Stop the violence on each other. You know, really understand what's going on as far as the society that we're living in. Because you know, what I mean, it's 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 being it's it, it, the culture is being swept right under our feet. Number one. They're taking what we created and saying it's theirs now. Like we live in America, where somebody could create something, one brand of people, and the next thing you know, it's owned by somebody. Uh, it's owned by another another race. The culture vultures. Yeah, the culture vultures. So it's it's kind of like you know, it's cool for dudes to steal your shit now.
0: Yeah, yeah. The bite. Um. Um. <laughs> what's all your social media?
1: Oh, Aguilar Music. A G A L L. A H M U S I C um they can also follow me on Twitter Aguilar the Don. and um yeah uh You're on Facebook too Yeah we we on SoundCloud but you know go go uh, add me on Spotify I'm, okay. yeah, I I yeah. want people to add that yeah, page Yeah yeah
0: yeah What's the Spotify
1: Uh @agaladadon right. Don Bishop yeah
0: All right so before we go um you hopefully by the time this airs the situation will be um i I seen you have a little exchange with Westside Gun and Conway, um, they're new artists coming out. You're a veteran in the game. I don't really care the backstory. Right. I don't even want to promote y'all problems. Right. I just want to try to what's a viable solution.
1: Um, you know, I mean, there's really there's really a level of respect that we I think when we when I came in here we was having this conversation uh-huh. about this the new generation disrespecting the older generation in hip hop and. Um, it's been more more than blatant, more more than, you know, chaotic. Um, and, and I think, you know, starting there, giving a the respect to the people that laid the way, you know, whether you, they're not your favorite artists or not, but they're still celebrated as legendary people, and they still have these accolades. You cannot erase that. And, you know, we want the young dudes to be great. We want you to be great, but don't, Dare step on the shoes of a of of a legend that, you know, cause I, I, I still look up the Grandmaster cast. I still look <laughs> Didn't up I the big Daddy him Kane. to big <laughs> damn. I still look up the Biz Markie. I still look up the I just up saw Biz Rockkey. yesterday. I still look up. You just up went the to
0: see Kane yesterday. I Show.
1: still look up to them. Yeah, yeah. If, if it wasn't for them, yeah. I don't think it wouldn't be no West Side. It wouldn't be no Conway. If it wasn't for Rain Ghost, I don't think it would even be them. And I and, Ray and Ghost older than me. And I I show them respect because they older than me and they elders. What's wrong? Niggas feel like they don't want to. When you you you're not getting younger. You're getting older. So like all that young shit is just to psych yourself out. Shit, you're getting older by the second and minute, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I just um for for me them being new artists that I actually like. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm um, not. I'm not yeah, doubting yeah. the taste. No no, 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 I'm just saying for for us. I just think. Via social media, it gets out of control. Fans start getting into it, and everybody got an opinion. But I don't think, a lot of times, I don't think we come up with the solution. So how do we debt it? How do it in one of your ways, you feel like just showing a little bit more respect. Is it a conversation that needs to be had? Is it a mediator? Because I don't want my platform to oh, be where.
1: No, nah, no, no. I mean, my thing is, I gave that man my number. He can call me. That's it. Okay. I gave him my number. I still ain't get the call. But you know what I mean. Like I said, I'm a grown man. You, you hearing it from me, bro. I'm, it's really not that serious. It's not overbred. It's about respect, and we all need to have respect for each other in this day and time, especially what happened to Extension Young. So that's I, why I'm going. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all for the, you know, speaking with him and chopping it up. But I don't really know that man to say where he's staying at right now, because at the end of the day, we both got albums coming out today. I mean, you know, he's got an album coming out. I got an album coming out. I I want, you know, I want everybody. I wish death or no ill will on nobody. But when I get my DM, when people go on my DM and I see, you know, I see effery, you know what I'm saying? It it becomes a whole different thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm not here to let no man distract me. I'm not here to stop your money. You know, you ain't going to stop my money at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because... I just got a check producing for one of their idols, yeah. so it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm just like, you know, as a 44 year old hip hop artist, you know what I mean? I garner my respect. I come from a place of respect, and we ain't gonna tolerate nothing else but respect because we gave, we give respect to get it.
0: Yeah. So everybody, you know, um, th- that's 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 really it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody show love and respect, and and they don't think sometimes. Out of disagreements, you get together and you make some dope ass music. Cause I'm pretty sure you could lace them with some beats. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. I mean, that's what I want to see out of shit. I want to see some. Let's let's go to the art. Remember back in the days, niggas used to beef, niggas break dance. Niggas do different things, but it was all about the arts. Right. So it don't gotta be disc records. It don't have to be DMs. It don't have to be um Fucked up phone calls. The fans sometimes y'all gotta just mind your your fans gotta stay out of it. Sometimes right, their fans gotta stay out of it. Chris Benoit is out coming out. Your album is coming out. Right, it's room for everybody to eat, especially at this day and time. It gotta be more because it didn't get serious yet. That's the only reason why I'm saying sometimes it be out of my control. Niggas right. already have fucking physical shit. It ain't nothing I could do. I can't play peacemaker. But before it go anywhere, stupid. On your side or their side, right?
1: Let's go back to the music. I mean, I'm, I'm, more for that. You know, yeah, at the end to- of the day, and he's
0: not listen. Because look, this is what I want the world to know. He's not copping out. He's not saying this. I'm saying this, and I want this side to see that this is where we could be as men. He didn't we right. didn't even talk about this. I didn't even know he had this situation until he just told me a minute ago prior to the interview. Yeah. And my thing with everybody is let's just try to resolve shit before it get too crazy and then no we doubt. can't resolve it.
1: No 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 doubt. I mean at the end of the day we all we all grown men. You know, we should be able to talk things out. People should be able to pick up the phone and talk. You know, I'm yeah, not facts. I'm not the I'm not the belligerent type, you know, I actually am a domesticated man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I want to get married one day, yeah, have yeah, a yeah. family, you know, you know, do the do the right thing. Um I I, I you know, I, I only can speak for myself. Yeah. And to all my peoples out there that's listening to the you know that's that's watching this right now, know that, you know what I'm saying like for the past twenty years I've been helping nothing but artists in this game blow up. Just just let me put that out there. For the last twenty, I have not been here trying to tear down another artist, tear down another man of color. That's never been my thing. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, you know, like I said, when it's higher levels, it's higher devils. You know what I mean? And right now we, you know, you you gotta play at your own risk. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why my album is called No Mercy for the Week.
0: And it's out right now. Y'all can pick that up on every streaming platform. Y'all yes. can follow him on all his social media. You're gonna see it popping up in the video. His social media is gonna be there. The album artwork is gonna be there at the end of this video. So with that, this is the homie. He's gonna come back. He's he's on the West Coast now. So you know he graces us Brooklyn niggas with. I'm never friends. leaving, I'm
1: never leaving New York. Yeah, and yeah. New York is never gonna leave me. Put yeah. it no, like no, that. that. Say that. Say that. New York is never yeah, gonna yeah, leave that. me. That but,
0: one. But he's out there, but sometimes you gotta travel and go see different cultures because it broadens your horizon. I mean musically. If, and you know, everything. the game
1: is you know, the game is definitely, you know, uh triple folded now where you know you got kids that you know that that are just doing hip hop it's not it's not about being a thug it's not about being a tough guy it's not about you know you know now it's like you got these kids that are pansexual coming out (laughs) they pansexual and I'm like I'm like you know what I'm saying I'm good on that yeah I'm like I'm like you know everybody has a voice I guess you know what I'm saying I mean remember back in the days you know the rapping duke the hard yeah, 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 that's yeah. what that is it's, it's you know it's it's people it's something out there for everybody everybody yeah you know and, yeah, yeah. and, and, and I don't do that other stuff you know yeah. I just stick to my boom bappery and that's it hardcore boom bap that's yeah. what you're getting with act. that's yeah. it and you might get a commercial record when the money's right yeah. but you're gonna get the hardcore boom bap from me
0: yeah. and on that note yo I'm Doggy Diamonds we out of here peace yeah. like pansexual no 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 <laughs> Alright, alright I gotta get the fuck out of here Thank you for listening to Doggy Diamonds No Filter Podcast If you like this podcast Make sure you share this Spread the word Talk about it Argue with me I don't give a fuck what you do Leave a comment This is Doggy Diamonds I'm out of here See you on the next podcast Peace Doggy Diamonds did this did this.